conspiracy theories, eh? Wait till you get a load of this. Hello, and welcome to Cracked Sisters Conspiracies. We're a podcast that covers conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all over spooky shit. My name's Jackie. And I'm Cassandra. And we are said sisters. Okay, well, we are fresh out of the salon. We are. We got our toes did. Nice and pretty. Can't have hot girl summer with busted ass feet. And you can't start a foot fetish white without <laughs> or with busted feet. And you know what? I'm sure there is an audience, that's but that's true. not But they're not a- bad enough. To be bad. No, it, it's just, it's lazy is what it that is. is true. So if we're going to attract the big bucks. Got to have decent looking feet. Yes, my a pedicure and some relaxation was needed, though. You did not look relaxed whatsoever. I would not because I had just <laughs> finished taking my child to the dentist, which was a hot mess. She hates it. And then we had, oh, no, prior to going to the dentist, we had a very short window of time to get there and get mm-hmm. to the salon so we ran home changed our clothes brushed your teeth and as i go into my bedroom there is a pile of dog puke next to another pile of dog oh, puke. no and my bed is covered in dog puke so i change my clothes clean everything up strip the bed and then i realized i'm like oh shit sprinkles our robot vacuum had been running <gasps> no and had run through the there was just a trail going down the hallway so you know i was dealing with that i'm in a very you know tight window and better that than shit that is those videos that is true oh no so i i did the best i could in the short amount of time fired off an sos text to evan and apologized in advance (laughs) so you just left everything for him i i cleaned up the big part of the mess i'm like you need to like mop the shit out of the floor and handle that and maybe change the sheets i took the old you know bed spread off please deal with it that's (laughs) amazing yeah so i feel much better now popped a couple advil to get rid of that headache got my jack and Gracie's Coke and perfect. <laughs> it's okay. I was also rushing against the clock to get to this appointment because Alex and I have been pre-approved for our house. Woo-woo! And that is so stressful. I don't know what any of the terms mean. So I'm trying to Google stuff and talk to one person, talk to Alex, talk to the realtor. It was a lot, but you know, you guys are like unicorns, millennials buying a house in this market. So for any of you under the age of 18, I would highly suggest going into the military because that's the only way we can afford this fucking house. Okay. And also just save. Save your money. It's hard to save. And choose wise investments. It is hard to save, though, because... Especially as a young young lad. It is, because for every dollar that you make, everything costs a dollar twenty-five. Exactly. So you're always behind the ball. There you go. Ugh. But anywho, what is our topic today? Our topic for today is something that has been highly requested and is very popular when it comes to conspiracy theories okay and that is project mk ultra mk ultra yes i don't know anything about it (laughs) so it's real quick it is uh the cia's secret mind control experiment that they did and fucked some people up are there drugs involved there are lsd is the biggest one that was going to be my assumption yes but there's also other forms of torture and experimentation. Oh, that is right up my alley. I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing all about it. This may or may not be a two-parter. We'll let you know halfway through. <laughs> my notes are a little extensive. And for the record, we are only just starting our first drink, so we might be coherent by the that end That is of it. true. If we have to do two parts, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> We've learned. Yes. From the Malaysian Airlines episode... Ooh. Those of you who, who slogged through it, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> if you understood it, even better, because I didn't. I think my editing skills were superb that day. You I think did. It somewhat made oh. sense. <laughs> okay, so Project MK Ultra. It had been previously titled Operation Bluebird, but it was then changed because people change these things all the time. And by the way, I really want to be a person that gets to create an operation name. Okay. They just are so fun. Like what, do you have examples of what you might choose? Yeah, something like 
like a double entendre or something oh, just something ridiculous and because they get to come up there's there's one in here a uh, little foreshadowing called operation midnight climax oh it's like these are literal government official adults that are coming up with these operation names and it just sounds so fun because they're all repressed sexual <laughs> who work for the government and never see their families so. true that <laughs> So, it was an illegal human experimentation program undertaken by the CIA intended to develop procedures to identify drugs that could be used during interrogations. And they wanted to force confessions through brainwashing, mind control, and torture. The government doing something shady? I know. I know. It's hard to believe. So, this began in 1953, and it was stopped in 1973 so it ran for 20 years oh so, but it's not like an active that no, we know that of. we know of it no. might be under some clever name maybe they got their dick slapped so and they're like in a shit ton of lawsuits oh so i like even still or uh, yeah Ooh. so i would assume not <laughs> okay well maybe they learned a lesson so mk ultra was organized through the cia's office of scientific intelligence and it was coordinated with the u.s army's biological warfare laboratories so it's not just CIA. The military is also involved in this. So it's a combined effort. But okay. this was the CIA's baby. Got it. The CIA investigated chemical, biological, and radiological methods of mind control. And it's estimated they spent approximately $10 million or more. The program used organizations, although some top officials were aware of the CIA's involvement. Sure. So there is a journalist named Stephen Kinzer who worked for the New York Times as a correspondent. He stated the CIA's project was, quote, a continuation of the work begun in World War II era Japanese facilities and Nazi concentration camps on subduing and controlling human minds, end quote. Was it the Wonder Woman movie where they were, I'm fairly certain it was a Wonder Woman movie and it was in like Nazi Germany time and yeah, there was like a whole, like, Why didn't watch the movie? Never mind them, but there was, yeah, some like <laughs> experiment lab stuff done on people and I, I wonder if that's the same i don't remember it enough clearly i just remember chris pine was in it and there were some nazis and i oh. think it was wonder woman maybe fairly sure so also throughout this you'll find out it's not just cia and military they also took known nazi experimenters and they brought them in and they mm. gave them an alias and a disguise and they allowed them to continue basically the work that they did during concentration camps don't know what made them think that being buddy buddy with no I Nazis. don't know and you know the Nuremberg trials was already done which makes it illegal to experiment on humans without their consent which is a big part of this whole entire project basically sure so mescaline or better known as LSD was used in MK Ultra and it was also practiced by Nazi doctors and it had begun at the camps Auschwitz and Dachau I don't know how to speak German, so. To our two German listeners, sorry if that's wrong. <laughs> and you know what? I work with a lot of Jewish people. They would be so disappointed <laughs> if I got this no, right. I'm not even going to try. So Kinzer, who is the journalist, he cited the CIA's recruitment of Nazi torturers to continue experimenting on thousands of subjects, and Nazis were brought to Fort Detrick, Maryland, to instruct CIA officers on the lethal uses of sarin gas. Lethal use. And so for those that don't know, sarin gas is an extremely toxic synthetic organophosphorus compound. It is a colorless liquid used in chemical warfare due to its extreme potency as a nerve agent. That was a lot of big words. This, I feel like this whole thing is going to be a challenge. Welcome to the roller coaster. <laughs> but okay, I'm, I'm buckled in. Let's keep it going. All right, so who ran this program? Yes, that's a good question. The project was headed by Sidney Gottlieb, but the order had begun by CIA Director Alan Dulles on April 13th, 1953. So this is what Gottlieb looks like, just an old white guy. He looks like one of the dudes from the Titanic movie. I feel like that's just on your brain. It is on my brain, but it also, like I saw him and I'm like, that looks like the guy. Or like a guy that would be in like Mad Men, but older. Sure. So the goal at the time was to develop mind controlling drugs to use against the Soviet in response to alleged Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean use of mind control techniques on U.S. prisoners of war during the Korean War. Mm. 
During this whole time, so the 1953 era, the U.S. had lost its nuclear monopoly and the fear of communism was at its height. CIA counterintelligence chief James Angleton believed the mole had infiltrated the CIA at the highest levels. So for whatever reason, they are like super paranoid of the Soviets. Yeah, it's, this sounds like it's going into like Cold War era stuff. Yeah, I don't remember so that when was the like Cold the War was. 60s, I think. So yeah, so they're super paranoid that everyone but us has mind control already developed. Sure. That they have infiltrated the CIA and there's moles everywhere and now they're leaking this information to the Soviets and to everyone else. So this project was basically started because of a fear of communism and everyone else. So it's just reactionary to the possibility. Yeah. So they're like, okay, they have moles in here. That's cool. We want to interrogate them. Also, prisoners of war is out there and everyone else. They're going to get our secrets. If CIA agents are captured, they're going to know everything. So we want to come up with a way to make basically a perfect soldier that under interrogation, they won't crack. They'll be impervious. No matter what it is. Exactly. So that was kind of their whole plan. And this all super soldiers is what they wanted. My my brain and my my mental capacity. I am a You are not a super soldier. No, I am. You are sad. I am broken. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what type of substances were they trying to create? Okay. It's, It's a long list. Oh. So they wanted substances that would promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point the subject would be discredited to the public. Oh, illogical thinking. Correct. Yes. So they want you to seem crazy to your peers. Sure. Substances that would increase the efficiency of meditation and perception. So opening that third eye. Third eye. Substances that would prevent or counteract the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Boo. Yeah. (laughs) Substances that would promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Substances that would render hypnosis easier or otherwise enhance its usefulness. Okay. Because they wanted to hypnotize fucking everybody. Sure. Substances that would enhance the ability of individuals to withstand torture, privation, and coercion during interrogations. Okay, that makes sense. Substances and physical methods which would produce amnesia which is memory loss, forgetfulness. I would willingly take something. Right? (laughs) Sign me up. Physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time. Waking up. (laughs) I think they mean physical shock. Oh, like, ugh. Okay. Uh, Substances that would produce physical disablement, such as paralysis. No. Oh, that's my nightmare, especially if your mind is so active. Oh, my God. That is probably my number one out of three fears. I, what, what's the book? Is it Johnny Got Johnny Got His Gun or something? I don't remember. It's a book, like an old wartime book, where it's essentially, yeah, he got all fucked up in the war, but his mind was working. I was so upset reading it. Oh. That's oh. why it is written in stone and in legal documents that if I am a mushroom or, you know, a paralyzed person, just kill me. Yeah. Because you don't know if your mind is there. And that is my biggest fear. And it's like, I'm not, you know, doing anything for society anyways. Just, just right. let me go. Oh, yeah. No. It was Johnny got his gun. I had to confirm. And yeah, he lost his sight, speech, <gasps> hearing, and sense of smell. His body was all fucked up, but his mind was still working. Imagine? <sighs> not being able to communicate. <sighs> okay. Sorry. That is, <laughs> that is like one of my top five life fears. I agree. Uh, substances that would produce pure euphoria with no subsequent letdown. Ooh. So you're always riding that high, basically. I mean, nice. that sounds fun for a bit. I'd probably get tired. I don't know if lot. you're high the whole time. That would be exhausting. That would, yeah. Substances that would promote weakness or distortion if the eyesight hearing, preferably without permanent effects. I can't see already, so... <laughs> And I, can I feel like you need break for this study. <laughs> like, uh, you don't I even need to hearing. give me anything. This is just my natural state of being. <laughs> a knockout pill, which would be administered in food, drinks, cigarettes, and aerosol, which would be safe to use by agents and temporarily cause amnesia. I would take that every day. Yeah, that sounds fine. The goal was to find drugs that would bring out deep confessions and wipe a subject's mind clean and program them as robot agents. See, no. Because someone, I watched a video about this through someone on YouTube, and they said someone's goal in this was basically 
to wipe someone's memory in order to basically rebuild it up and make it into whatever you want it to be. Ooh. Which is so creepy. That is scary because then yeah, nothing is real. Like Yeah. Ooh. And then in addition to drugs, they also use electroshock therapy, hypnosis, polygraphs, radiation, toxins, and chemicals on the experimentees. Those last few sound pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So who was experimented on? Some people who were experimented on against their will were mental patients, prisoners, drug addicts, and prostitutes, or, quote, people who could not fight back, end quote. I mean, okay, I the prisoners, that one's a little bit different. I feel like for those that are, like, mentally incapacitated, that's not cool. So that's another one of my top fears is being, I know they don't really have them now, but being put inside a mental institution. Yes. And no one believes you when you say you're sane. They do what they want to do. I mean, obviously, it was horrific back in the days they did horrible things to these poor people that just had mental illness but that is one of my biggest fears yes i do not want to take a trip to the grippy sock hotel i do not want to be lobotomized no uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest i would be chief just put a pillow over my head okay yeah. and then there was a, a season of american horror story i don't remember it was an asylum oh but it was a different one where one of the actors, she's a journalist, and she's like, oh, I'm going to go into the mental institution because I've heard of these horrific things, and I'm going to tape it from the inside. Expose. They didn't let the bitch leave. And I'm like, why would you put yourself in that situation? And it's terrifying to me. <sighs> so anyway, who were experimented on? <laughs> so all those people, basically anyone that they could do whatever they want to, and either the people wouldn't fight back or they wouldn't report them, or even if they did, no one would believe them anyway. I mean, it's a strong argument on their side. It's pretty shitty, but it's probably pretty effective. Right? They, that's a, a decent crop to pick from. But yeah, it's not morally good. But in addition to those people, they also knowingly administered LSD to CIA employees, military oh, personnel. knowingly, not unknowingly. Well, both. Ooh. So they knowing and unknowingly administered LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, doctors, and other members of the general public just to study their reactions. Interesting. Oh, the general public too. How? We'll see. So military personnel who received mind altering drugs without their knowledge or without their consent were threatened with court martials if they told anyone about the experiments. Many veterans who were subject to experimentation are now seeking legal and monetary repercussions. Yeah, like if they're going to do something like that, they better bump up those benefits if they're going to get <laughs> on the other side. Oh, they need hazard pay. Uh -huh. So there's some famous victims, famous victims that were experimented on. The former organized crime boss, Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger, yeah. Uh, he was a test subject for MKUltra in 1957 while he was serving time at the Atlanta Penitentiary. Oh, I didn't know that. Bulger stated he had been injected with LSD along with other cellmates. He described the side effects as, quote, total loss of appetite, hallucinating. The room would change shape, hours of paranoia, and feeling violent. We experienced horrible periods of living nightmares and even blood coming out of the walls. Guys were turning into skeletons in front of me. I saw a camera change into the head of a dog, and I felt like I was going insane, end quote. So this was just LSD? Yeah. People take this shit willingly. I think maybe if it's against your will, you might have a negative, negative reaction. reaction. Like, I know true. if you're going to take something that causes the trip, you have to be in the right space. You have to be positive, depending on what's going on in your life, can definitely alter your trip. So if you're unknowingly getting dosed and you're in prison, you're probably not the happiest. That's a good point. I have heard stories from my significant other about, <laughs> about a, I have stumbled up, I have come across him in the midst of a bad trip. This was years and years and years and years ago, but apparently some mushrooms went sideways on him and I, you know, found him huddled up in the bathroom, just not having a good time. Yeah. So that just didn't appeal to me. And no. I assume that's what it's going to be like for everyone. But Alex has never had a bad trip on mushrooms. He very much enjoys mushrooms. So Donald and Aaron, well, Donald primarily, but Aaron's leaning into it too. So I don't like things that cause trips. I had terrible trips when I experimented with weed in high school and I'm like, that's enough. Weed tripped you? Dude, I don't know what I was taking. I I mean, it was weed, but I don't know if it was laced with something or if it was just me, but I remember being 
16. I was dating Dale at the time. <laughs> I would go to his house and obviously he gets weed for free. As a girl, you never pay for weed. And so we would smoke it and I had a curfew. So I'm like, okay, I have to be home by 11 o'clock. Right. My trips would be that time was going by so incredibly fast, but I would look at my phone and it's been one minute. And I was stuck in this. Interesting. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get home. I'm going to miss curfew. I'm going to be in so much trouble. Like, it was a terrible experience. So I've always had the opposite because I am a naturally anxious person mm -hmm. and my brain will not fucking stop. And yeah. so I'm like, pot kind of brings me down to baseline. Yeah. I don't care about all the things I don't need to care about. Or it puts me in like almost a state of hypermania where I am like so fucking efficient. I get everything you done. I, no, <laughs> no. I'm good. I watched Breaking Bad. That Not just seems again. like a bad idea. <laughs> I'll I'll stick to the green stuff. There you or, go. And you know, alcohol just alcohol is my favorite. It is. It's, it's the only thing I use. It, but, you know, my liver is like, give me a break. And then I tell it to shut up and do its <laughs> job and then drown it. There you go. Um, okay, so a couple other famous experimentees. Ken Kesney, who was the author of One Flew Over His Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, interesting. Is said to have volunteered for MK Ultra experiments involving LSD and other psychedelic drugs at the hospital in Menlo Park while he was a student at nearby Stanford University. So he, he hadn't even written a book at this point? I'm Correct. Oh. So oh. inspired him to, to promote the drug outside the context of the experiments, which are said to have influenced the early development of hippie culture. Uh, well, so he did take this, obviously, into account when writing his book, but he also was like, bro, I love LSD. Then you should take it, you should take it, you should take it, which has started the whole 60s drug life. But I think it's that willingness to get into yes. it. That You're right, that does seem to have an impact yep. on your experience. It does. Robert Hunter, who is best known for his association with Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead. Yep, deadheads. Those are more hippies. Hunter said to have been an early volunteer, again, of MK Ultra, test subject also at Stanford University. That's where they seem to be getting these youngins. Yeah, that, that tracks. Stanford test subjects were paid to take LSD, psychocybin, which is mushrooms, and psychocybin. Psychocybin? Psychocybin? There's no L? I thought oh, there is. Yeah. I don't know how to mushrooms. They took mushrooms. Shroomies. And then after taking them, they were to report their experiences. And these experiences were allegedly creatively informative for Hunter. So he willingly did this. He took the drugs and it was like a creative outlet for him. I don't know that I would be willing to take drugs to get paid. I guess it depends on what it is. Yeah. I'm scared of drugs. I don't think generally. I would do drugs, no. And then lastly, <laughs> Charles Manson is rumored to have, <laughs> to have been involved during his time in prison. So now See, he should have been an unwilling participant that no one should feel bad about. Yeah. So and now we're going to talk about LSD. Woo! But no. first, we're going to talk about the aforementioned Operation Midnight Climax. Mm -hmm. So this operation, the CIA set up several brothels within CIA agency safe houses in San Francisco. They wanted to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the event. Again, there's something like, like they're just they I mean, they're on the nose with finding victims, but it's a little rude. <clears throat> OK, so these men were dosed with LSD and their sexual sessions were filmed via one way mirrors inside of the brothels and were later viewed slash studied. So I completely missed the... So we were at Operation <laughs> Midnight Climax. I remember that. So the CIA has safe houses in San Francisco. They set them up to be makeshift brothels. That's the so they part that I missed. prostitutes in there with men because they're like, oh, these men are going to be too embarrassed to tell their wives, so they'll do what we say, and they won't tell anyone that they were experimented on. So while they're with these ladies of the night, they were dosed with ladies LSD. Midnight. At midnight. In different experiments, people were given LSD without their knowledge and then interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes. They threatened to extend the subject's trips if they refused to reveal their secrets. So now we're going into, that was it about Midnight Climax. Now we're just going into the LSD and how they used it. So that's just. That's I, fucking rude. That's a nightmare. And I'm like, I have some 
secrets to take to the grave, but they're not my secrets. I am the keeper of secrets for a uh, lot of people. Now I and know not so, to tell you any secrets. Not <laughs> if I'm being, you know, interrogated <laughs> under the influence of LSD and bright lights. Like I would probably cry and they wouldn't be able to get anything out of me. You can hope. I would hope. So the subjects that they did this to consisted of CIA employees, U.S. military personnel, and agents suspected of working for the other side during the Cold War. What a shitty fucking job. What a shitty atmosphere where you are literally garbage like a brother sisterhood a family in the cia i would assume and you're like i think you're working for the cold war so i'm going to literally torture you by giving you mind-altering drugs against your will and then refusing to help you unless you tell me just random secrets so to no one's surprise long-term debilitation and several deaths resulted from these unwilling and unknowing experiments. Were they self-inflicted deaths or did they exacerbate other things? Both. Oh. So there was a guy named Ken Kesey who volunteered to take part in what turned into be a CIA finance study under the guise of MK Ultra at the Menlo Park Veterans Hospital where he worked as a night aide. So he initially volunteered. Was he someone that was mentioned in like the more like notable the name sounds familiar? Yes, he was okay. the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's That's Nest. right, got it. Okay. This project studied the effects of psychoactive drugs such as LSD and mushrooms, cocaine, AMT, and DMT on people. What's AMT? I don't know. I didn't look into it. Okay. <laughs> there was a guy named the creator of this project, Sidney Gottlieb. He was a chemist who was the director of MKUltra. He believed that LSD could be used in covert operations since its side effects were temporary. So fun fact, very previous to 1953, LSD was invented. Oh, so it's like a, it's a created substance. It's not something that naturally occurs. Correct. It was created. And Gottlieb, the creator of MK Ultra, was like, that's interesting, and got super fixated on it and fascinated with it. So he bought all of the LSD supply in the United States for this experiment. Okay. So he was like super into he LSD. He full ham. Mm-hmm. He realized there was a difference in testing the effects of LSD in a lab versus in clandestine operations. So he initiated a series of experiments where LSD was given to people in normal settings without warning. Like a true scientist, you have to have all your, your control I mean, wrong. and all of your different... These experiments then quickly progressed to a point where outsiders were drugged with no explanation whatsoever became something of an occupational hazard among CIA operatives. The power got the best of him. Right? God complex. I can tell you that right now. So naturally, people started freaking the fuck out when it came to being given acid or LSD without their knowledge. One victim who received the drug unknowingly became psychotic and ran across Washington because he was seeing monsters in every passing car. I can't imagine like rolling into work. Is today the day? I'm gonna get Is it gonna be me? Right? And he wasn't even an operative. He was just a random guy. He was just existing. That's awful. And then Frank Olson, he was an army chemist who had never taken LSD in his life, was secretly dosed by his superior. And nine days later, he plunged to his death off a 13-story New York City hotel room. I am not unsurprised, or I'm not surprised by that, excuse me. Agree. I am surprised that that didn't happen more often. Right. That, just, that seems like a natural outcome for a lot of people. Right. <laughs> for the rare number of people who agreed to be willing participants, their cases seemed to be even more extreme. Oh. In one case, seven drug addict volunteers at the National Institute of Mental Health Addiction Research Center, who shorten it down, in Kentucky, were given LSD for 77 days straight. That's a long time. That's months. So. Like with no break? So these people said, yeah, I'll, I'll help out. I'll do some research. I'm addicted to drugs. Why not? But it's like they didn't know what they were saying yes to. And then so Gottlieb just totally took advantage of all Completely these people. Completely fried their brains, oh, yeah. I'm sure. That's like a chemical lobotomy, I would assume. Yeah. So in the end, MK Ultra researchers dismissed LSD as too unpredictable in its results. <laughs> However, in 1962, the CIA and Army developed a series of super hallucinogens nicknamed BZ, which was thought to hold greater promise as a mind control weapon. So it's such a slap in the face to not only drug people with permission, without permission, answer will, causing them to plummet to their death, 
causing people like taking advantage of their generosity of will ruining to help. people's lives and then and in the end going eh, i don't think we're gonna use it Let, let's just hard left let's try something else i'd be fucking pissed <laughs> i think that is an understanding yes. of the reaction that you should have so they didn't only use lsd in these experiments they also this one was kind of interesting they experimented with injecting barbiturates into one arm and amphetamines into the other arm so barbiturates is those are downers yeah. and amphetamines and upper won't that just keep you even keel so they would do the downer the barbiturate first and as soon as the subject started to fall asleep they would administer the amphetamine which is a pretty normal thing that people do but that that just seems so whiplashy on the body. I can't oh, imagine yeah. that that. Works. I literally just came across someone last week who had double dosed with heroin and meth. So she was falling asleep yet couldn't stop jittering. It was very interesting. Huh. They also experimented, as I was saying, with heroin, morphine, alcohol, and sodium pentothal. That sounds familiar. That is the um like the truth serum. Ooh. Which is not a truth serum, by the way. Got it. The injectable component. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. Yeah. I've watched too much. What was that fucking addiction show? My Strange Addiction? No. It was on A&E, and now I can't remember what it was called. It was big. There was like a million seasons. Intervention? Thank you! <laughs> like, I watched a lot of it. can't remember the name it's of it. It's so that show. It really was. So that's like when you want to feel better about your own life. <laughs> that and I survived. People telling stories about their faces getting ripped off by chimpanzees and like surviving home invasions. It just makes me so scared of the world. Bro, I have a, <laughs> a slight digression as I do. We have the necessary means to deal with something like mm -hmm. that. But also like the the teaser baseball bat kind of hangs out in the corner. Okay. So, I know. So I, it's a thing I've seen on the internet where if you put a sock over it and then you go to hit someone, they like try to grab it and the sock comes off and you can beat their ass with it. Is that a thing? Is that, have you come across that? <laughs> I have not, but you're giving very American history X vibes. <laughs> I'm not curb stomping people. <laughs> he goes out with a bat um, at some point. You know what? Later I, in the, in the yeah, movie. I should rewatch that. I watched that way too young. You told me not to watch it. I took your DVD. I watched it. It was not good for my young mind. So was that when you learned to listen to me? <laughs> no, no. That came later. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I could have been like, don't do it, knowing that you were going to do it intentionally to make you do it because I didn't like you for <laughs> most of my life. <laughs> that is true. But I was in high school, so I think you said You were, you, me. okay. Yeah, you were okay by then. Yeah. Once I moved away, I just, I loved you. You were my big older sister and I just wanted you to hang out with me and you wanted absolutely nothing to do with me and hated me until you left me in high school. And I said, please don't leave me. This is my first year in high school. If there's any time I need a big sister, it's now. And you said, deuces. Peace out. I'm going to be 10 minutes away though. And you can come hang out. It worked out. It did. So back to the other thing that they experimented with. Back to the terrible things. They were also into hypnosis. And they studied it in the early 1950s. Their goals included creating hypnotically induced anxieties. No! Hypnotically increasing the ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of physical objects. Fuck yeah. That was I will sign up for that. And they conducted drug-induced hypnosis with anterograde and retrograde amnesia while under the influence of different drugs. No. So they were trying to get you to have different types of amnesia with different types of drugs no sign me up for the limitless pill i want that one so does that sound like a tv show to you have you heard have you seen limitless Limitless is a movie and it was a tv show okay too. i'm trying to talk about something else no because that's the immediate thought that i conjured so you... mk ultra was part of the first season of stranger things when <gasps> 12 or 11, oh, whatever her name is, is in. Is that why it sounded familiar and I couldn't put my finger on you it? You just maybe? kept saying limitless, yeah. No, I, we talked about this a couple oh, weeks oh, ago. Possibly. And I'm like, there was like this little nagging. Because they're trying to do different things with her mind. They're trying to get her to have mind control. They're trying to get her to rearrange physical objects only using her mind. That was so long ago. Really, all I focused yeah. on was the egos. I do love me some egos. Who doesn't love a good frozen, frozen waffle? Eating it frozen yeah. too. Yes. Yes. Grayson. You let it sit out for maybe two minutes so it gets oh. a little soft, but it's still cold. Oh, Grayson has just discovered the magic <laughs> that is frozen waffles and mini pancakes. I have never been more proud of I that. could not 
get a mini pancake frozen to taste good. Oh, I made a bunch because for Father's Day, I did pick your pancake and I made all sorts of pancakes. All of them, except for the pickle pancake, freeze really well. So, follow up, I did. (laughs) Mini waffle maker, pickle waffles. Fucking dope as shit. Highly recommend if you like pickles. Danny and I is going to have a pickle party soon, so we will add that to the list. Picklebacks included? He doesn't drink. That's right. But I'll drink them. So now we're going to talk about Donald Cameron and psychic driving. Psychic driving? Yeah, does that sound familiar to you at all? Did you ever take a psych class? I took lots of psych classes while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. In my yeah, first you years. fucked around in, in college. You just took any and every single class that was available <laughs> instead of sticking to a general plan. Because I didn't want to accept that my fate was going to be business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Cameron, Donald Cameron was a Scottish psychiatrist and he was recruited by the CIA because they were intrigued by his concept of psychic driving. I mean, he has two first names for his name, so. But he didn't pick his name. He didn't, but that's always a little bit of that a, is a that's, red flag. That's a, a, I would say pink flag. Pink. I've heard of beige. Continue with Donald Cameron. <laughs> so his goal with psychic driving was to correct schizophrenia oh. by erasing existing memories and reprogramming the psyche. So again, wiping all of those memories and just implanting. People needed it to be loved more by their parents, I think, when they were younger. Clearly. So from 1957 to 1964, Cameron was paid $69,000, which in today's time would be roughly $600,000. Inflation, man. Crazy. By the CIA to carry out MKUltra experiments at the Allen Memorial Institute of McGill University. So they're like, oh, you kind of like fucking with people's minds and breaking it down to repair it to whatever We're gonna you want. Fund this We're going to give you some money and you can work for this super secret project that that's all we do. I mean, it would be really hard to say no to that at that point in your life, in your career. I get that. And uh, if you're already fucked in the brain and doing this shit for fun, I would take $600,000. Yeah, it's like you clearly have compromised morals to be doing right? this. Right? What's things. the money on top of it? So Cameron liked to use electroconvulsive therapy 30 to 40 times the normal power during his driving experiments. So that's shock therapy? Yes. So electroshock tempo. tempo. So 30 to 40 times the normal wattage, I guess. And his experiments consisted of putting subjects into drug-induced comas for weeks at a time while playing tape loops of either a noise or a simple repetitive statement. So it's like through that osmosis effect. Like I don't He's know. just trying to fuck your brain so he can repair it. That is awful. Most of his patients or victims were people who entered the Institute for common problems such as anxiety disorders and postpartum depression. That's why you got to keep your fucking mouth shut. When don't tell anyone wrong. your problems. Like, yeah, except for the postpartum depression. Like, you should seek help. Don't drown your baby. Please don't. Oh, um, did that spark a thought? (laughs) Just the movie, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Shutter Island. Shutter Island. I love that movie. It's, and that's also very like this. That is a fantastic movie. It is. Quick digress. (laughs) Sure. Because that is what what I want to do. You know Jason from my office? Yes. He went to high school with Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? He, he went to like Westlake or something, right? I don't remember what school, but yeah. Somewhere he was, relatively local to Southern California. Yes. And so he went to school when Leo was on like the growing pains. Leo, on first page. Oh my God. Growing pains. Yeah. With Alan the show, Thicke. The show. Wow. wasn't on that. He was on growing pains. I watched that exclusively. He was never on it. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Do I need to IMDB this? Like as a random. No. Appear. He was not a. Yeah, uh, he was a series regular at one point. Oh, wait. You know what I'm thinking of? Leo DiCaprio. I'm, I'm thinking of Seventh Heaven. Growing pain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was totally on that show. Not on Seventh Heaven. Okay. But anywho, so Jason went to school with him mm-hmm. while he was like starting his trajectory mm-hmm. up. And so he has a grudge with Leo. Oh. Because Leo found success young and in his mind he didn't have to work for it and so so he just won't watch his movies so next time you're in oh my god i'm gonna wear i'm gonna buy a leo shirt be like 
How's Leo doing? <laughs> Watch what happens. His whole body, he will stiffen. I, I don't want to mess with his psyche like these monsters in the story. Also, he has this thing with Richard Simmons. He is like a super From home. Kiss? No, not Gene Simmons. Oh. Richard Simmons. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. And so for his 40th <laughs> birthday, this was years and years ago, the office had hired a Richard Simmons, like lookalike to come to the office. Because that is, is so fun. Super health conscious. And like he eats nothing but spinach and kale. Yeah. And so he died inside. And so that's been like a running thing. And so I was like, hey, look at the, the puzzle that I just finished. Oh, the Richard Simmons. <laughs> All oh. the color drained from his face. I love fucking with him. Back to the story. Okay, so uh, like we just talked about, Cameron was treating people that would come in for very common problems like anxiety disorders, postpartum, and he would just completely fuck them up. So his treatments resulted in victims experimenting urinary incontinence, being yourself, amnesia, Aww. forgetting how to talk, forgetting their parents, family members, and thinking that their interrogators were their parents. That's a little weird. I don't know how to talk most days. I trip over my words constantly. But at least sounds come out. Right? They do. And I don't piss myself on the daily. I am well aware of who our parents are. So, okay. And then two, probably no shock at all. It wasn't a shock to me. Cameron was a member of the Nuremberg Medical Tribunal from 1946 <gasps> to 1947. You don't say. I know. So now we're talking about secret detention camps. Secret detention secret. camps. Super secret. In areas under American control, created secret detention centers so the U.S. could avoid criminal prosecution. In Europe, East Asia, Japan, Germany, and the Philippines. So anywhere that I mean, the U.S. occupied, I guess. Sure. But also not in U.S. so they couldn't be tried in U.S. Okay. The CIA captured people suspected of being enemy agents and other people it deemed expendable to undertake various types of torture and human experimentation on them. I would be crushed if in my employee file there was just a little note, expendable. Right? Here. That's so fucking rude. Right. Not even the part of you being tortured. I know. That aside. <laughs> you think so cool of me? <laughs> so these prisoners were interrogated while being administered psychoactive drugs, like we talked about, electroshocked, and subjected to extreme temperatures and sensory isolation, all with the hopes of developing a better understanding of how to destroy and therefore control the human mind. So again, like Stranger Things, the sensory tanks. Oh, God. So, the ending. <laughs> but it, it, it takes a little bit of time. Sure. So in the spring of 1963, a member of the CIA Inspector General staff, John Vance, learned about the project's Certipitous? Certipitous? Let me see it. It's a quote, I have to say it. Administration to unwilling and non-voluntary human subjects. Vance insisted the agency follow new research ethic guidelines and bring all of the program that used non-consenting volunteers to an end. So basically 1963, this dude Vance was like, hey, I know what you're doing. We've changed as a society. This is now wrong. You need to stop. Fall in line. Basically. So in amid a government-wide panic caused by Watergate, mm. the CIA director, Richard Helms, ordered all MK Ultra files to be destroyed. We have enough controversy. Like, you cannot create another problem. 100%. So roughly 20,000 documents survived as they had been incorrectly stored in a financial records building and were discovered by the Freedom of Information Act request in 1977. Mm -hmm. So whether it was intentional, that maybe someone put them in the wrong spot so they could be found later, it's unknown. But regardless, these files were able to be seized later. Otherwise, there would be no, no record evidence. of any of this. Okay. In December of 1974, Stephen Kinzer, who worked for the New York Times, alleged that the CIA had conducted illegal domestic activities, including experiments on U.S. citizens during the 1960s. So he's really the one that spearheaded this and was able to crack it. Got it. Due to that article, investigations began by the U.S. Congress to form the Church Committee and by a commission known as Rockefeller Commission that looked into the illegal domestic activities of the CIA, the FBI, and intelligence-related agencies of the military. So this dude wrote the article for the New York Times and they said, huh, that's interesting. We're going to create this Rockefeller Commission and they're going to look into every bad thing that you guys have allegedly done. Ooh. Ooh. 
you're in trouble. In the summer of 1975, Congressional Church Committee reports to the Presidential Rockefeller Commission both revealed to the public for the first time that the CIA and the Department of Defense had indeed conducted experiments on both unwitting and cognizant human subjects as a part of an extensive program to find out how to influence and control human behavior through the use of psychoactive drugs, such as LSD, mushrooms, and other chemical, biological, and psychological means. I bet that went over so well. Right? But like good on them for actually going to the public and saying, this is what we found instead of just burying it. And can you imagine what that would be like in present day if something (laughs) bananas were to happen? No, it wouldn't. They would never reveal it. With the the culture and the status of the world. Literally right now or semi very recently, I'll probably cover it at some point. The, some acronym has literally said, yeah, there's aliens. And they said, okay, there's now a whistleblower protection. Anyone who's ever seen an alien is protected. (gasps) But they found a way to, like, bite these people in the ass and not reveal what's been said and do all this stuff. So, literally, this would never fly. We are not alone. (laughs) That's another story for another time. So, in 1977... Senator Edward Kennedy oversaw the congressional hearings investigating the effects of MKUltra. Congress also brought in a roster of ex-CIA employees for questioning, but to no one's surprise, these ex-employees stated they couldn't remember any of the details. Congress then said, fuck it, we'll just check the official records. So Gottlieb, the literal creator of MKUltra, was interviewed by this congressional church committee, but he claimed to have very little recollection of the activities that happened. Oh, that was was too long ago. I don't know, man. Uh, It was just some... I can't even remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. Yes, I created it, but that's beside the point. (laughs) In Canada, the issue took much longer to surface. It hadn't become widely known until 1984. That's a long time after. Yeah, it was like... 10, 15 years. It was learned that not only had the CIA funded Cameron's effort, he's the psychic driver, but also the Canadian government was fully aware of this and had later provided an additional $500,000 in funding to continue his experiments. See, I expect better from Canada. Right. You're our top hat. You are our moral compass. You do good. And we have four Canadian listeners. Hey. You should talk to someone about that. We have deep Canadian roots, both in our family and in French Canadian. The worst type. No one likes French Canadians. (laughs) That's what I've been told my whole life. From Quebec. And then just to end this, I feel that it is my duty to name some of the documented shitheads. I mean, experimenters. Oh, excuse me. Just in case you know any of these names. So, Harold Alexander Abramson. Nope. Donald Ewan Cameron. Well, we learned about him. Sure. Sidney Gottlieb. Okay. Obviously. Harris Isabel. Martin Theodore Orne. That's a really hard name for me to say. Orne? O-R-N. Orne. Lewis West. (laughs) (laughs) I can't pronounce this a Let me see. Julian, Julian, I don't know. Louis J. West. There you go. And George Hunter White. George Hunter White. So that is the end of Project MK Ultra. So it's not a conspiracy. No, it, this legit happened. Whatever our scale is for totally fucked. That's, <laughs> you know what, we need to add in a new category. We do. Because not everything applies to the craft scale. No, of course not. But yeah, that's. Not cool. No, but super interesting. I'm just flabbergasted that they're so upfront about it, even to this day. Like, yeah, we did that. Well, it's like, it was the 50s. I'm not super surprised to hear that shit like this happened, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, is it because I've seen stuff like this in TV and movies? That is Which makes me think that... Which has all been derived mostly from this experiment. So that kind of connects those dots because, yeah, there's a lot of liberties taken in entertainment. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, maybe this is a thing but no it's like really a thing that's awful yeah super interesting though super fucked up but yeah if you or your loved one is you know a person that was affected call call a lawyer because i'm sure you got plenty of money there has to be some class action or (laughs) something 
some other avenue to take advantage of. Great. Okay. So what is your topic going to be for next week? So the list keeps growing and I'm also trying to just revisit the original topics that okay. we had discussed. And so I think I'm going to do a little different thing this time. Uh, we are going to talk about Wayfair. Oh, yes. Yes. Because apparently you can pick your child you based can. on the dresser that you and like. And a cabinet. <laughs> right? So we're going to we're gonna investigate that a little bit more. Okay. I, I like you know, Evan was looking at something on Wayfair the other day and I'm like, are you sure that's <laughs> what you are looking to acquire or is there something more behind it? This is true. So we are going to investigate any nefarious actions on the part of that. Exciting. I, I like that one. Well, this has been a very informative episode. I knew literally nothing going into <laughs> it, but the fact that it was in Stranger Things, I think that's why I was it's I somewhere in your brain. This yeah. it's tied to something that I know. But so one of the things that was brought to our attention today was our Patreon account because our parents are probably one of what three three contributor. Alex is the third. <laughs> <laughs> so it is entirely familial. I am. I don't want to say disappointed by our audience, but I mean, there's a bit of disappointment there. Like we, our audience base has been growing, it which has. is super awesome. I don't know why anyone wants to listen to us most days. I don't know, and but I'm, I'll take it. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Yes. But like, you only get the benefit of hearing us. Don't you want to see what we look like? Cassie shows her butt once. I mean, that's only once. You never know what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> But yeah, we, we post polls. One of these days we'll actually like get the blog going so you can get some insight that you're maybe not privy to. So um, the more you put into it, the more we'll the put more into you it. Give some, get some. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to reach us on our Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash craft sisters conspiracies. And if you're a stingy ass bitch, as most of you seem to be, <laughs> no offense, you can at the very least follow us on our Instagram yeah. craft of, sisters this, conspiracies. of the same name. You can send us emails with topics or conversation, feedback, but nice feedback. Our email is cracked sisters conspiracies at gmail.com. But, you know, just follow us on social media, if nothing else. Yeah, that's all we asked for. And, I mean, we've been getting more DMs. We appreciate the feedback yeah. and the requests for topics. So we are definitely taking those into consideration. Like Jackie had said, MK Ultra was something that had been requested. By multiple people, yeah. By more than one person. So we take your feedback seriously and we weave it into our plan. Yeah. So. With that, I think we are going to sign off on this episode. So stay cracked, y'all. And have a great day.